everyone. Welcome to Pure Worship Radio. This is Scott Cunningham, and I'll be your host as we highlight and interview various worship leaders and artists who love Jesus and are writing songs that both edify the church and glorify Christ. Our mission is to capture the story behind the songs and the heart behind the music. So thanks for joining us today. We pray that you're greatly encouraged by our time of letting the Word of Christ dwell in you richly through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And today, we're really thankful to have Citizens and Saints back on the program again, featuring their latest project, Join the Triumph. So let's start off today's show with a few of those songs. And that was music from Citizens and Saints here on Pure Worship Radio. And today we're really excited to have back with us Zach, the lead singer of the band, to talk about this brand new project, Join the Triumph. And Zach, thanks so much for being a part of the show. It's really great to have you back. Yeah, thank you so much, man. I love always getting to getting to talk with you, man. So it's great. Awesome. It's so fun to have you back on the show and reconnect with you guys. It was just a few months ago we were talking about your last project. And we get to talk about this brand new project called Join the Triumph. So maybe you can give us a little history on that and your heart behind uh, this new venture. Yeah, I mean, 
when we began working on that record, it's interesting because I think sometimes you have a really clear theme that you want to sort of be apparent throughout the entire record. And I, it wasn't super crystallized for me until we started writing these songs and realizing that the theme that started popping up was that there was a, a really strong call in a lot of these songs for participation. And in a lot of ways, that participation was just to look and see all these all this great these great things that God has done, which essentially is what <laughs> is what happens when we worship God is when our eyes are open to see all the wonders and the glories of these things that He is that He's made happen, whether it, it be by His own hand or through through Jesus through the work of the Holy Spirit. Um, we see all these different aspects of God at work. And when our eyes are open to see that as they are, our hearts are most of the time drawn to, to worship God in that. And I think that um, that's really what the album was meant to be, is meant to be joining the celebration of this victory that Jesus has. He's won this, this battle, if you will, and we get to celebrate that. But also, God, the Father, is calling us His kids, calling us His children. And so that was another part, is, is it's not just, hey, Christians, come and join the celebration, but also, hey, people who don't know Jesus, come and taste and see the goodness of God mm-hmm. and, and know that he is, he is the one true God, but that he alone has the power to, to bring about salvation. And so it's an invitation as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I've always loved how you guys approach your music with, uh, it, there's so much joy connected to it, there's so much life, and when you were out at, uh, at the Worship Leaders Conference this past November, there was just so much uh, celebration, a part of your, you know, the, just leading that, those times of corporate praise and corporate worship. It, I just love that about what you guys do, and you bring so much energy to the meetings, it's so fun. Is that intentional in this last project and how you guys produced it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we were kind of, there was two things we were trying to do is we wanted to write songs that in a lot of ways would elicit some type of response. Mm-hmm. And so um, even, you know, like for example, song on the album, Greatly to be Praised, there's sort of these different things that happen in the verses where, uh, you know, lift up your voice, clap your hands, shout to God, uh, boast in the resurrection. And it's sort of, it's calling, it's, it's really not us, it's the Holy Spirit calling us through his word to respond outwardly to God. And I think that happens, you know, that song is, is very, uh, it was specifically written for corporate singing. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we're trying to do is when we have songs that are more upbeat or we're trying to do that, we want to make sure that it's not just sort of, um, I don't know, we don't want it to be gimmicky. We just want to be true to what the Bible says. So if yeah. we're singing this song or we're reading this psalm, that is saying, shout to God with loud, shout loud songs of joy. Then, if we're going to write a song that uses that passage, then we should probably um, we should probably make sure that whatever we're creating matches the message. Yes, yeah, and I, I remember that too. When we saw you guys when you were you're serving at the conference. Just how many of you guys are just engaged? I mean, your whole team is just engaged. You're all in, and all leading us in that way. And and um, a bunch of the guys are just singing out, and so it's so refreshing because it's not, you know, it's everybody's just engaged in worship and praising the Lord, and it's it's very um, you know corporate. It's very engaging and and, and so much mm-hmm. fun. I really appreciate that about your guys' ministry. It's really cool. Yeah, it's it's interesting. For a long time, I guess because I'm, I'm always the one that's 
there behind me, and so I, yeah. I don't always see what's going on. I'd ask my wife, I'd ask them, like, yeah, what's the band doing? And they're like, oh, they're great, they're great. <laughs> and then I finally saw a video of it, and I couldn't help but just, I had, like, the biggest grin on yeah. my face yeah. of this iPhone video that someone had taken, the one of the times we were playing, I was like, oh, my gosh, all these guys are really, they're leading. Yes. And it's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty cool thing, because I've never told them, like, hey, you guys need to do it this way. They're just naturally doing what they feel like the Holy Spirit is prompting them to do. Yes. And in that, in those leadership roles, they feel like, all right, we want to we wanna call people to, to join yeah. in celebrating this with us. Well, let's take a listen to that song, uh, Greatly to be Praised, uh, by Citizen Saints here on Pure Worship Radio.
That was the song Greatly to be Praised by Citizens and Saints here on Pure Worship Radio, and really excited to have Zach Bolin on the program with us, uh, the lead singer of the band. Um, let's talk about another song, uh, Zach, that you recently written on that project. Yeah, um, you know, another one of the ones that really um, was interesting as we were wrapping up the record, we realized, man, we only have nine songs. <laughs> we probably should maybe consider doing another one here. And that's where You Brought Me Back to Life came from. We were, I had written basically all the music parts and everything to that song, and I sent it over to Brian, who produced the record, but he also plays keys in the band. Yeah. And he started writing melodies and lyrics, and then we got back together, and I was kind of looking at this, I'm like, man, this is a resurrection song. And so what we did was we, we wanted to write a song that, you know, like, and, and not every church necessarily does this, but for us at the church we were at at the time, when we would have baptisms, it was always a, a huge celebration and it was a part of the service. And so we were like, man, we need to write a song that, you know, comes from Romans 6 where we know that death no longer has dominion over Christ. And if, if God is saying that we are one with Jesus, and death no, no longer has dominion over us. Mm. And that's really what that song is about. It's, it's an opportunity to, to celebrate God's victory over Satan, sin, and death, and, and, we, and our humility, hopefully, that comes in seeing that, man, we could not, we could have never done that. We needed mm. Jesus to do that. And not only has he saved us, but he's, he's called us, he's called us brother or sister. He's, mm-hmm. he's invited us into the family of God. And so that's really what that that song is is meant to be, a good reminder of the fact that God has brought us back to life and we remain there.
conquered the grave You pulled me from the water Free from my chains And risen to live Like a river of life In a dry land Like a flicker of sight was the song You Brought Me Back to Life by Citizens and Saints here on Pure Worship Radio. And so much fun hearing these songs and song stories and the heart behind them. And there's kind of a a bit of a story with you guys. I mean, you've been ministering there up in Seattle, Washington for many years now. used to be called Citizens, and now you're called Citizens and Saints. Maybe just give us a little brief review on on the name change and what the Lord's doing in you guys' uh, ministry right now. Yeah, you know, um, there's another band in the UK that um, had started around the same time that we did, uh, with the same name, with the exception they had an exclamation point at the end of theirs, and um, <laughs> they were getting to a point where their record, they were really wanting to release a new record, and unfortunately their record label was like, hey, we're not going to let you guys release this record until the U.S. citizens changes their name. And we just realized that as we were processing through it, I mean, to be honest with you, there was the definitely the moments of like, oh, we should fight this thing, and then realizing that, I mean, who are we saying that we are? Okay, we're saying we're a band that proclaims Jesus, the name of Jesus, and if we go and fight over this and make it a big thing, what does that say about us? Well, it says that we're actually not, we're not about what we say we're about, we're Mm. actually about proclaiming our name. Yeah, And, um, and so, honestly, I'm really glad that we did that, because it wound up leading to a really great relationship with this band in the U.K., and just being able to build a friendship there that probably wouldn't have happened had we gone a different route. And yeah. so, you know, so that was pretty cool. And then it was an easy one for us, because our name already came from Ephesians 2, and, you know, we're fellow citizens with the household of God. It's, it was sort of an easy one for us to to add on saints to that as well, because when you think citizens, it's sort of pedestrian in a way, you know, <laughs> but when you think of saints, there's a certain, there, there's just, there's something that I think when I hear that name, it almost causes me to look, to look up, because you know that mm-hmm. there's some, like, when you get a name like that, it comes from a higher power, Yeah, and that's what God is calling us, He's calling us His saints, and so it was, it was an opportunity for us just to sort of, in a lot of ways, complete the name and make it really clear, like, this is what we're about. We're about the people of God gathering together, not a band. We're about all of us coming together and specifically singing praise to God as His his children, as His saints. Yeah, that's great. I love that. All right, well, let's talk about another one of these songs on that project. Let's talk about the song, Father, You Are All We Need. Yeah, that's probably, that's one of my favorite songs on the album Mm -hmm. um, for two reasons. The first one was that it almost didn't happen because when we first did the, original recording of it, it sounded more like, we called it the Ford 
truck car commercial. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like a Tom Petty, uh, <laughs> I don't know, and I love Tom Petty, but it just wasn't working for us. Yeah. And so we were like, oh, man, I don't, I don't think this is going to happen. And then we went back to the drawing board, and I'm really, really glad with the way it turned out. And the reason why I just fought so hard for that song is because um, I'd been reading through this book by Dietrich Bonhoeffer um, called Psalms, the Prayer Book of the Bible. And he really, that book just transformed me so much in my understanding of what prayer really looked like. And, I, and it showed me how much I'd been ne- neglecting God's Word in my prayer life. It's mm-hmm. sort of been like, I read the Bible, and then I just go off on this long list of, of things, rather than allowing the Word to, to guide me, even mm-hmm. in how I would pray to God. And these things that I could say and opening up this world of, of imagination and understanding of, of who God is and what I could, all these things that I could come and talk to Him about. And so I just, you know, Jesus, what does He do? In Matthew 6, He says, you know, this is how you pray. Tells the disciples that, and I just thought, man, we should write a song where together as the body, we're, we're singing the Lord's Prayer. Yes. Um, you know, and, and that be this um, opening to seeing that, it, you know, even when Jesus points to that, He's just pointing the disciples back to the Psalms, which they would have known pretty well. Um, yeah. And that's essentially what, what we're supposed to do, too. It's like, okay, the Lord's Prayer just shows us that God's given us His Word, He's given us a prayer book, the Psalms, and we should just, we should know it, we should just meditate on it, allow it to transform us. Mm-hmm. And, and my hope was that in writing this song, that that, that would, in some ways, continue that, what, what Jesus called us to, and, and to pray that way. Our Father who in heaven reigns How great and mighty is your name Your kingdom come, your will be done Now here on earth as is above Oh, give to us our daily our hungry spirits fed may all our satisfaction be in you whose grace has set us free give us hope give us faith help us trust in your guidance from the depths of your grace have richly provided thank you thank you father you are all we need father you are all we need 
That was the song, Father, You Are All We Need by Citizens and Saints here on Pure Worship Radio and talking about these songs and song stories off of their latest project called Join the Triumph. And um, I love I love this album, Zach. It's such a great uh, project. It has so much celebration and rejoicing involved in that. And I think that's just such an important part of our response as the church is to, to celebrate Jesus and celebrate the cross. I think sometimes we can kind of find ourselves a little bit more melancholy, which there's a place for that, but a definite place for uh, celebration. And I really appreciate you guys um, in, in your ministry and your writing and the way that you present those songs. Well, well thanks a ton. It's definitely a, a huge honor to get to do it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's talk about another one of those songs on the project. Let's look at The Mighty Hand of God. Yeah, that that song probably I think that was the first song that we wrote for Join the Triumph and one of the things that was really important to me in writing this record was as we were thinking about just kinda of where our church was at the time and a lot of things that were going on, um, just realizing that as worship leaders uh, of the church and not just our band but other bands that were part of it, really wanting to challenge the congregation to look beyond um our response being this one thing. And for a while, it did, it just felt like, all right, sort of at one point, very intentional, celebratory, and then it kind of became almost 
it, I felt like the, the body was getting numb to it. Mm. And that's kind of where Mighty Hand of God came from, which sounds funny because it's, it's definitely a joyful song. Yeah. Um, but the bigger thing was, uh, in that song was, let's see who God is and the character of God is hand. The same hand that crafted the, the oceans and made the mountains, he created us. And the same God who created all these things, including us, that same hand was nailed to the cross. Mm-hmm. Because we know that you know, in, in, in Hebrews it says this beautifully, that Jesus is the exact imprint of God, uh, the exact imprint of his nature. And so the song is meant to be, hey, here's the verses, and here's all the things that God, God's hand has done. And then you get to the chorus, and it's, oh, man, God's done all this stuff, and he'll never let me go. Oh, God's done this, all these things, and I'm secure in him. And it's sort of this opportunity for the, I kind of see it as like, there's almost like this tension on the, on the verses. Like, there's a little bit of relief, but the, but the, the true relief comes in that, in that chorus of, oh, man, like, God loves me. He says that he loves me. And he's never going to take that back. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the the bridge where we kind of did a little ode to come now found, and that's I I feel like, in my opinion, the greatest beauty of the gospel is that God remains faithful and loving us, just like He was with the Israelites and His covenant that He makes with His people. Is even though our hearts wander away, He's still good to draw us near to Him.
And that was the song, The Mighty Hand of God by Citizens and Saints here on Pure Worship Radio. And getting a chance to hear these songs and song stories off of their latest project, Join the Triumph. And really loving these songs, Zach, and so fun to to hear just the heart behind it and kind of the story behind it. It makes me uh, love them even more. But let's take another one of these songs off of the project. Now, you have a few different hymns that you've recorded on this last uh, project. And um, talk about that a little bit, if you don't mind, and describe um, why you involve those in the project and your heart behind that. Yeah, I mean, initially, I, I would say from the time that we started as a band to the reason I would say that we do them now has actually changed considerably because originally the reason that we did hymns was, um, I, I know for me it was sort of, um, I wanted to take older hymns that I had known growing up. I grew up in a Southern Baptist church and my grandmother was always singing lots of hymns. And so my, my hope was, Hey, let's take well-known hymns like nothing but the blood of Jesus and amazing grace. Um, and let's, let's present them in a new way. And so that's kind of been our thing in a lot of ways. Like every hymn you listen to that we've done has, it's, it's certainly a new take on it um, than what maybe people have heard in the past. And, and so recently, my perspective on that and God's grace has changed considerably. Um, I still want to continue doing that. I think it's important. But one of the things that I've noticed is we've had a couple of things recently where we're playing events where there's, you've got everything from little kids on up to, you know, 80-year-old, you know, men and women. And we've had a couple times where we're coming in and it's like, oh, man, we might be too loud for some of these these <laughs> people with the gray hair. Yeah. And they're the first ones to come up to us and just thank us and just comment on how much they appreciate the fact that we're singing hymns. Yeah. And it's really been, when I, the more I've thought about that, it's like, wow, okay, it's pretty cool, like, singing in the kingdom of God, it will always be a generational, multi-generational thing, because God is saving, he saves the young and the old. Yeah. Just thought, man, what a, what a great picture of, even if people don't like our original songs, or even the sound of the music, there's something about the hymns that really unites multiple generations together. Yes. And so that's kind of been, I think, for us moving forward, the main reason we will do it because we're not trying to be everything to all people, but especially when we go and lead worship at a church or we're playing an event, like we want anybody, no matter the age, to feel like they can, that they can engage in worshiping God, that we are not a stumbling block to them in any way. Yeah. And, um, and so I, I think that's just such a cool thing about hymns because they're proven, they're tested, and most of them are a hundred plus years old Yeah. and we're still singing them. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of things that you can you can say that about. Um, and so I think that that's that's a huge testimony to just, in my opinion, the patriarchs of, of the church that Jesus is building. Like, we're meant to continue carrying on this work that they started. And in, in, in one aspect, there's many, but one aspect being the hymns that are written. Not only should we continue singing them, but I feel like we should continue contributing to that. Um, hymnal, living hymnal, if you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, let's take a listen to that song, um, There is a Fountain by Citizens and Saints here on Pure Worship Radio.
That was the song There is a Fountain by Citizens and Saints here on Pure Worship Radio. And we're just talking about these wonderful hymns that uh, they've re-harmonized and um, just rearranged and put on their, their project, a recent project called Join the Triumph. And um, Zach, it's so fun to, to hear your heart for um, the Word of God and theology and just caring about communicating those, those truths to the next generation. And I um, so appreciate that. It's so, so sweet to hear that and see you guys um, serving in that way. And um, let's talk about another song on the project. We've had a chance to tackle a few of those, and we have time for another one. Let's, let's look at the song, You Have Searched Me. Yeah, that, that song is one that I started working on um, going on, I guess, almost three years now, three years ago. And um, I think God really brought a lot of transformation in my own heart in writing that song, because when I started writing that song, I was going to Psalm 139, and I really loved the passage, but I was sort of, and maybe maybe you can relate to this, or any songwriters could relate to this, specifically writing for the church, where you open up the Bible, you see this passage, and you're like, oh, sweet, I'll just write a song to this passage. And while that's good and all, there's also the aspect that I think we, that I, I sometimes forget, is that we need to make sure that our hearts are really connecting with it, and that we, of, of course they will, but I think we have to meditate on, on God's Word mm-hmm. for that particular passage and let it let it really come to life, yeah. because there's something that's, it's kind of like a sermon, you know, like, mm-hmm. I think that's why we have expository teaching, is that it's going through the Bible and, and preaching this certain passage in, in a certain way, but also applying it to life. Mm-hmm. And that's really what this song is about, is about we are oblivious and blind to the fact that God knows us, and when we even think about it sometimes, I think it freaks us out a little bit, <laughs> because it's like, oh my gosh, God knows everything about me. This is kind of creepy. Yeah. And I think that's what you, Psalm 139 is meant to, to take us away from. Because as soon as we get to that point, it just shows that that we're not truly ready to surrender everything that we have to Jesus, where Psalm 139 is saying, well, it doesn't even matter if you're not ready to do that. God knows everything about you. He knows. He knit you together in your mother's womb. He knows the days, the number of your days. He He's given you breath. Mm-hmm. You could go to the deepest pit. You could climb up to the highest sky, and there is nothing you could ever do to escape Him. And what that is really saying is there's nothing you could ever do no wrong thing that you could ever do is when Jesus saves you, there's no wrong thing that you could do that would keep him from loving you. Mm. And that's really the beauty of the gospel is that God doesn't, he didn't clean us up and then say, all right, I love you, son. He was, hey, son, you covered in all this filth and mess mm. and this reckless life that you've lived. I love you. Mm. I love you. That's what this song is meant to be, is then you, you look at that combined with Romans 2, where... God's kindness is meant to lead us to repentance, and it's just, you get it. It's like, oh yeah, God's watching. He knew that I would rebel from Him. He knew that I would turn from Him, and yet in His kindness, He stayed right there and been patient. One of the, you know, we think about 1 Corinthians 13, what is one of the things that, you know, the Holy Spirit is calling us to if we're to love people? Well, love is patient. That's what, that's, that's a character of God. His love for us is this patient love mm-hmm. and watching us rebel against Him and leading us back to see that, oh, man, my, the best place I could ever be is right here with you, God, yeah. and to be known by you. And that's, that's what You Have Searched Me is about. You have searched me and known my heart 
Before I spoke, you knew my every thought. The wonder of your knowledge is far too high for me to understand. You knew I'd leave your side and cower in the cover of the night. But there's no place I could hide from the mercy of your light. Your kindness leads me to repentance. Your grace assures me to trust in you. I could come up sky or dive down deep where darkest evil lies I'll never find a place to flee your presence is always where I am you never leave my side listening to Citizens and Saints on Pure Worship Radio. We're winding down our program with this awesome group of guys that just serving the Lord so faithfully in the Northwest and uh, traveling around to different churches and conferences. And Zach, thank you for taking the time to, to be with us and to kind of share your heart and these songs with us. It makes makes me love them even more. But um, thanks for taking your time and appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, man. It, it means a lot, Scott. And we love, uh, we love you guys and, and love just 
getting to to talk about these songs that we really feel like God has has called us to write. And if um, someone wanted to get a hold of your music, where's the best uh, place to point them? Yeah, iTunes, uh, Amazon, Google Play, whatever you use. We, you can also find us on Spotify and RDO. All right. Thank you again. We sure love you guys and thankful for your ministry and looking forward to seeing you really uh, in a short time. Yeah. Can't wait. See you guys soon. All right. And thank you for joining us today here on Pure Worship Radio. We hope that you were encouraged by our time spent together. May God continue to bless and keep you as you live your life of worship responding to the grace of God. Thank you.